This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Well, never a dull moment. Uh, You know, you head into the summertime and you start to think, well, things are going to slow down. You get into the dog days of summer. And, you know, I've been in this business for a long time. And typically summers can get a little quiet. (laughs) You can be sort of looking for things to talk about. No, no, not lately. Um, And the latest uh, story to sort of fall in our laps happened last night. Patrick Brown disqualified from the federal conservative leadership race. Ballots have already begun to be mailed out. He's on them. In many cases, they say that's not going to be a problem. They've got a plan for dealing with that, so that shouldn't be an issue. Um, Apparently, the allegations, uh, what's happening here, uh, Ian Brody, who is the chair of the Leadership Election Organizing Committee, says the party has learned of, quote, serious allegations of wrongdoing by the Brown campaign related to financing rules in the Canada Elections Act. That's it. Really, to this point, that's all we know. In response, Patrick Brown's campus said, this is reprehensible undemocratic behavior that breaks faith with hundreds of thousands of Canadians that embraced Patrick Brown's vision of a modern, inclusive, conservative party. He goes on to say that this is being done to benefit Pierre Polyev, um, saying the attempt to silence Canadians and skirt democratic values through this unfounded disqualification is the only in way to ensure that his victory was secured. So he's alleging that the party is doing this to basically create a coronation situation for Pierre Polyev. It's nasty stuff. It's nasty stuff. So let's get into it with Melissa Cowett now, who is a Western Canadian public policy professional, principal of MC Consulting, a conservative strategist. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you joining us once again. Thanks for having me, Shay. First of all, uh, do you have any more information beyond what I've seen and read in that last story in terms of allegations regarding fiscal something or other, but we don't really know what? Do you know anything more? I don't. I think a lot of those same sort of rumors, people are are speculating on the finance side of things. There were some things um, in the news that suggested that um, that the financing side of things was how staff were being paid by corporations, which mm-hmm. is not allowed. But all of this is really just people um, people gossiping and talking behind the scenes. So we don't have any any proof of exactly what happened. Of course, in a situation like this, a lot of times the first thing that people will think is that there's been impropriety with memberships, which is what people have been saying behind the back as well. But we know that the party has done their due diligence on that front. So I think that those at this point are just rumors. But yeah, we know it has something to do with um, financing. We just don't know exactly what, because the party has said that they're not going to speak further about it. Yeah. uh, Elections Canada may may give us more information as we go farther along here. But right now, that's all we know. Um, How does this affect the race? Where did you have Patrick Brown? I would say third, maybe second, uh, according to some analysts, but I would say third, right? I would say third as well. Third with sort of strong, maybe second ballot support to Sheree. Um, So I don't think that this is disrupting 
Pierre Polyev is a front runner at all. I think that, you know, Pierre, had, his campaign has said that he sold over 311,000 memberships, whereas Patrick Brown's campaign had only sold about 150,000 memberships, according to um, numbers that we've heard about. So I don't think that this is disrupting um, disrupting the order of the race at all. However, it is removing um, sort of the, the Patrick Brown brand of conservative conservatism from the race, which even though Patrick Brown is an imperfect human being and, and does have things that don't sit well with a lot of people, the, some of the ideas that he was bringing forward are, are more of that centrist, um, more charade-like ideas. And so that will not be missing from the race. So do you think then that this is perhaps a, a bit of a boost for charade? Because like you say, with, with Brown not being available to be the choice of these people who are sort of supporting him, if they're looking to put their vote somewhere else, is it more likely they go to charade than Polyev or Lewis or Bobber or anybody else? It would, in theory, be more likely that they'd be, go to Shrey. But the way that things work in leadership races is that typically if you're a candidate and you're selling new memberships to people, 150,000 new memberships, according to the numbers that um, the Brown campaign has told us. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Those people are typically buying a membership to support you. And so if you are not in the race anymore, that often removes um, removes the likelihood that those people will vote. Vote really the yeah, so I don't know that we can say that there'll be a direct benefit um, to Sheree, unless, of course, the campaigns um, collaborate and talk and Brown makes a decision to tell all of his supporters to throw their weight behind Sheree. But even if they do that, it would still be very, very tight with Polyev because Polyev sold so many memberships and is pulling so far in advance of everybody else. In terms of the vote itself, number of ballots have gone out. The ballots won't be changed. When you receive a ballot, his name is going to be on it because we're past the point of, of making it, uh, removing him from that ballot. Um, what's the strategy? I, I read about, you know, basically they'll be counting second, third, fourth, and fifth place votes. They'll caught, they'll, if you voted for Brown on the first ballot, it'll be t- how How does that work? And they've done this before, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the way that it would work is that they just would not count the first ballot um, for anybody who put Brown anywhere on their campaign. So if you had Brown as number one, um, then, you know, your down ballot support, say you had Pierre as number two and, and Sheree as number three, those votes would be counted. But if if for whatever round that they're counting on, they just wouldn't be counted, but they still do need to confirm exactly what their process is going to be for that. Yeah, interesting. Now, the other situation here is we've seen some very high-profile conservatives abandon Patrick Brown recently. Uh, Of course, Michelle Rempel-Garner, and we thought it had a lot to do with the UCP leadership decision, and maybe it did, but maybe there was something else. Was the writing on the wall, do you think, within Patrick Brown's campaign that there could be trouble, there could be some allegations of wrongdoing, and people tried to distance themselves? It could 
have been, but I don't think that's the most likely situation. I mean, it would have had to have been such a perfect storm for all of that to work out. I mean, months ago, people in the federal race didn't know that Kenny was going to be stepping down. And so to me, it's just it seemed like too much of a perfect storm to be planned. Um, but certainly, um, you know, Sean Schnell and uh, Michelle Rempel, who are the two, Michelle Rempel is the one who stepped away from the campaign and Sean Schnell was Patrick Brown's campaign manager who also stepped away, many believed, because they thought he was going to be involved in the Alberta race, they would have sort of had probably, if there was impropriety happening, they could have perhaps known about it. But I just don't, I don't jump to that conclusion myself, because it's just not who I've known those two individuals to be. So I think this is more coincidence than anything. But I'm sure if there is weight to the allegations that have been made, um, they're probably um, feeling happy to be separated from it. But we just don't know um, exactly what happened there. Going forward, we know there's a debate being put on by Derek Fildebrandt's outfit later this week in in, in Alberta in conjunction with Calgary Stampede. I I don't know who's going to be attending. I think we're, I think we're down to Shrey and Bobber and, and, and maybe Atchison at this point. Polyev is going to be in Calgary, but he's not going to debate. Leslie Lewis won't be in town. I mean, um, where, where's this race in terms of momentum and what's happening? And how do you see things shaping up for the rest of this summer? Well, I think that now that the membership cutoff is passed and ballots are going out, these campaigns are going to focus exactly where they need to focus to GOTV or get out their votes. They're going to go exactly to places where they know that they have strong supporters or it's a room filled with people who would be inclined to vote for them. And so debates become, I think, just less and less um, helpful to campaigns. I mean, debates are inherently risky. So when you participate in a debate, you are opening yourself up to criticism. You're opening yourself up to be sort of compared and contrasted with other leaders, which isn't always a good thing. And I think for somebody like Polyev, He already has a lot of his support locked up in Alberta. I don't think that I don't think that Pierre is, you know, struggling in Alberta for his support. And so it probably just makes sense for him to be in a room full of um, people who are inclined to support him um, instead. And that's just what happens during campaigns in terms of where you allocate your time. But, yeah, the debate on Friday will be very interesting because you don't have one of your front runners there. And, of course, this drama that's happened yesterday, the the mood will probably be very um, tense, I'd say. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting for sure. Uh, Melissa, always great insight. Really appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much.